Hello and welcome to episode 24 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the Screenplay Writers. Again, Happy New Year, and welcome to episode 24 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast, the only podcast by, for, and about screenplay writers. I am Ryan Abbott, co-host. Hi, my name is Nathan Hare, also co-host. And we are excited to be here. It's January 2018. We made it through 2017. Woo-woo! Yeah. Um, And what can I say? Fresh start, eh, Nathan? Anything is possible in a new year, and we're both very excited for it. We are thrilled to be here. We're still catching up on our sleep a little bit from a bit of an epic uh, New Year's Eve party at Fire Hall. Only one way to describe it, and that's epic. It was epic. Uh, what happened was we had a we had a pirate party at Fire Hall, and all that was served was coffee and sparkling water. So we ended up sipping quite a few coffees and didn't get any sleep for the next 41 hours. Yep. So that brings us right about to now. So we're pretty... We're wired. Kind of half wired, half tired. Yeah, exactly. Kind of Y-tie. Y-tie. Um, but yeah, it was a great party, good people, good some dancing, um, and what can I say? It was a uh, rad time, and now it's uh, time to get back to work, right? In the screenplays and... Rise and grind. Um, Love that. It's the only way to really put it after such an epic takeover of Firehall to now, okay, what the heck? Now i got to go back to work. <laughs> back to work. Um, you know, I've, uh, I've got five or six screenplays in the hopper. I know, Nathan, you have two or three, probably... Um, yeah, time to get those, you know, polished off, polished, you know, polished, polish them, and get them out there into the world. Yep. Because they're not doing any good for anybody sitting on my floor underneath my bed. <laughs> Is that where you keep them? That's where I keep them. It's a bit of my storage spot, just in case somebody breaks into my apartment. Um, they're get hidden there. Invest in a safe, my man. No, yeah. you're right. You're right. Well, I know what you do. I like your system where you mail your completed screenplays to yourself. Um, in case someone steals your screenplay idea, you can then, and and you're in court, you can take the sealed envelope with the postmark on it, and uh, somewhat dramatically open it up in court and say, "But see, look, uh, here it is with the postmark." You know, I I had this idea a long time ago. Exactly. I'm itching to do that. I'm itching oh. to get in one of those courtrooms and open up a big letter with one of my screenplay screenplay ideas in it. I just have a every time I come up with an idea, straight into an envelope. Yeah. And it's straight to the post office to send that baby right back to myself. So smart. You've got Nathan's got dozens and dozens of these sealed envelopes floating around underneath his bed, which yep. he did copy that part from me, but I have a safe underneath there. So yeah, okay. You got a safe, yeah. A really low safe, like an under the bed safe, it's, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's very short and wide. It's for paper. <laughs> Well, today's episode, we're going to start the new year off right with transitions. It's kind of funny. I just thought about this. Okay. 
we're transitioning from 2017 oh, to 2018. See, exactly. And transitions are something that we're going to be talking about today. So that's pretty awesome. That's pretty totally awesome. Pretty make it makes a lot of sense. And uh, what you know, you pointed out the transition between last year and New Year. And in a screenplay, you know, there's the question of, do you want people to even notice the transitions? You know, we did a smooth transition to 2018. I guess it wasn't that smooth with our Christmas party when you think about all the coffee we drank. But um, in, a, in a screenplay. Absolutely epic night, by the way. Yeah, it was epic. Yeah. Um, I had like four Americanos. <laughs> then I was done. I had two drip coffees, both medium. So, oh, oh, medium roast yeah. and medium size. Yep. Was yeah, epic. Epic. I was so flying, flying You're off the flying. walls. Yeah. yeah, I had to chug a whole 750 ml of sparkling water. Damn, and it was San Pellegrino, all the way San Pal. Yeah, San Pal. I'm a San Pal. If you're Perrier, get uh, get the heck take out your of headphones here. Headphones yeah, out. No, and we're a non-Perrier. Unsubscribe. Yeah, non-Perrier zone. <laughs> But just they Firehold does not appreciate that that's what we've been we've been putting up those yeah. posters, the non Perrier zone. No Perrier's even though it is point. true. We sell Sal San Panagrino yeah. at the coffee shop, but I guess it just looks a little bit weird and the posters were not aesthetically pleasing, so transition wise, I'm gonna transition back to transitions smoothly here. Um so they are essentially, uh, you know, the shift from one scene to another. It's moving from, uh, from let's say, scene number seven to scene number eight. And the question is, how do you transition between those scenes? Or how do you transition between locations? Um, you can do, you know, uh, the kind of wipe thing where the it's like a windshield wiper washes across the screen and just changes where you are or you can do a more subtle thing maybe a blinking transition yeah. um what else we got nathan you can do like a looney tunes like it kind of goes into a, a a small circle around the main uh, character and then they kind of pop out for a second i love that yeah it, that that's fun. kind of a whimsical one yeah that's a whimsical one which is cool you can do a star wipe it's a star yep wipes away yeah, um, all those shapes are good. Just a classic fade. Yeah, oh, the classic fade is good uh, because it's dramatic. I would say that's a good one for films that take place in, you know, foreign locations. Somehow the, the fade to white or black is uh, something kind of exotic about it. There is, yeah. Yeah. Your film takes place in a... Let's let's say New Zealand. Oh, okay. And speaking of films in New Zealand, we have something very exciting coming up um, very very soon. Maybe probably next week. We're gonna we're gonna make a call to our friend Agent Nick, who is closely connected to the film industry and being an agent. His, His uncle is uncle an agent. Uncle is an agent. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna give him a call and just get an update on our film screenplay that Nathan and I have been pounding through draft after draft called In Memoriam. Um, it's getting quite a bit of buzz. You might have heard it was nearly shortlisted for an honorable mention at the South Burnaby Screenplay Writers Festival. 
uh, screenplay festival. So it's it's been out there and getting a, just a ton of buzz, and we're just thrilled with everybody's uh, positive DMs and private DMs about it. Um, so yeah, we're gonna give Agent Nick a call. He wasn't available right now. I he said he was. I just called him, but he wasn't there. So straight to voicemail. Straight to voice. So that'll probably be next week if we can get a hold of him. We've tr- I mean, if uh, longtime listeners will remember, we did try to contact him uh, previously. Yeah. And uh, time after time, but that's time okay. After time. time after time. Yeah. So. Anyway, that's Agent Nick and Transitions. Anything else we should say about Transitions? Nah. Mm -hmm. You know, another transition you can do is uh, between time. Okay, between time. So let's say you have a screenplay that takes place in, let's say, the present. And then the next scene takes place in the past. Nathan's a present head. I'm a, I'm a pastor. I love the past stuff, Back to the Future, the past parts of it. Anyway, the future parts, not so much. I like the parts at the very beginning. You like the beginning, <laughs> the, the, the present. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, just present fashions. Nathan's very up on present fashion and style yep. and stuff. I'm more of a past guy. Like the past, so nobody can see me right now, but I'm wearing a very nice scarf. Awesome which... scarf, down puffy vest, and a cool. I yeah, I went to Mark's work warehouse, yeah. and the sales associate there, uh, Trevor, did did some good on me. He yeah, took he me to took me to town right in in uh, fashion wise. So yeah, it's good good clothes there. So speaking of transitions between present and past, um, one way you you want to uh, signify that you've shifted from pe- present to past, you can do that thing where you change the color. Okay, uh, you can kind of put a wash. You can write into the uh, screenplay suggested colorization of the past, make it different, almost like it's a sepia tone sort of thing, so that the transition in the minds of the audience is very clear uh, that we've gone from present to past. And likewise, if it's in the future, you know, maybe it's super high-resolution colors, which is likely what it's color-wise going to be like in the future. Everything's getting more color. HD. Colored, yeah. Yeah. Also, if you are going back to the past, have some cobbled streets with a horse click clacking and that's a that's just an easy indicator for the audience to be like okay we're not exactly in the present time anymore are we exactly <laughs> yeah you definitely need transitions because the scene ends and then i guess you can just start the next scene right away yeah but who wants to do that it is you want to give your audience a break yeah, give them a break and give them time to get them. snacks. Yeah, but but inform them this is uh, we're moving here, we're Move transitioning on. to another era, scene, what have you, characters. Yeah, definitely. If you're transitioning to another day, you want to put your characters in different clothes. Yeah, unless they're the type uh, like us who have a bit of a wardrobe style wardrobe where they only wear the same french wardrobe where you have five things yeah five things all like for instance me all i wear is navy blue yeah and occasionally royal blue as an accent (laughs) 
Me, Ooh. I'm all about light green, baby. Nathan loves light green just because he's a he's an autumn. Yep. Color profile, so light green looks good on him. And red shoes. Red shoes and charcoal. <laughs> Let's do script surgery. Scalpel. Dialogue. Character development. Wittiness. Grammar. Structure. Script surgery. This is where we. Ages. Take an existing film and absolutely tear it apart. Find all the ways it could be, well, I don't know, better. Way better. Way better. We find ways that would make it work as a picture. Yeah. Um, from its current state to one that, you know, would, would get attention that would actually get produced. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about Lady Bird, which is, you know, uh, getting lots of buzz as one of the best movies of the year. F- screenplays, too. Best screenplays of the year. Original screenplay by Greta Gerwig, uh, which is great. We're Gerwig, we're Gerwig heads, <laughs> super Gerwig heads. Also, yeah, she's just a great actor, great screenplay writer, and she directed this one. She yeah. didn't act in it, she directed it and wrote it. Just fantastic. Uh, but let's do script surgery on this one. Yeah, I mean, high school takes place, kind of follows one. 2002. 2002. High school. Starts with her. She falls out of the car. Car. Yep. Um, She's got some drama stuff. There's drama in there. There's humor. There's classic Gerwigian humor. Yeah. And I'm just going to summarize my take on it in a nutshell. Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. I've read the screenplay six or seven times this week, you know, preparing for this episode. Didn't make a single markup, not one. Every you, page was just like a check mark on it, yeah. and then overall, I was like ten out of ten. Yep, nothing yeah, to I, nothing to change. I had my red pen out, red. cap off, cap off, thumbing it against my my other hand yeah. as I flipped through the pages, ready to make a mark at a moment's notice. And at the end, all I could give it was a hundred out of a hundred. I rate yeah. things out of a hundred. You rate things out of 10. Yeah. I'm a 10, but I do two decimal places. <laughs> so it's almost like I'm rating it out of a thousand, <laughs> but that's just what I like to do. Um, so yeah. So bottom line, lady bird slam dunk. Um, yep. I'd, I'd, I'd vote for it. It's not a basketball movie, but slam no. dunk. And I definitely would, would vote for it in any, if there was some sort of voting thing. That I we guess, were eligible for. Yeah. We're we, not. We tried to get on the Academy. Yeah, the Academy was hard to get onto. They didn't let us get on. It's very hard. Uh, we've written several letters about it. Yeah. But still not quite cracked cracked in there. It's hard to know exactly who to send send the letters to and exactly what should be in the letters to... I just find that the whole process confusing. I wish they had something on their website, like a step-by-step guide. It's like, here's how you apply. Yeah. We'll get back to you soon. You Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's, it's just kind of frustrating when you're so kept in the dark. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's definitely uh, frustrating for us. But we'll be there someday. Yep. Let's do Logline Cage Match. In Logline Cage Match, we pitch each other ideas and tear them apart and rebuild them and uh, it's a no holds barred review of of our ideas 
Um, we've done it with Agent Nick many times, and he has given us some great feedback. Nathan and I give each other just really direct, honest feedback, and that's what we do uh, every time. No hurt feelings is something I always say about this segment. No hurt feelings. NHF. So I'm going to read one today. Um, when you're ready, Nathan, here we go. It's called Prancer. One of Santa's reindeers reveals that she's never been fulfilled pulling his sleigh and living in the North Pole. She moves to Paris to pursue her dream of becoming a pastry chef. And that's it. It's wow. a bit of a coming-of-age reindeer comedy. Wow. You know, in the ladybird in the ladybird mold, you might say, although I did think of it before I saw Ladybird, but um, right before during the trailers, exactly. Uh, <laughs> during the trailers, no, way before that, weeks, weeks before. I, I mean, I probably had read about Ladybird, but I hadn't seen it yet. But anyway, yeah. Prancer, it's going to be all you know. And Ladybird almost sounds like a reindeer's name. I could see that Prancer oh, and man. Dancer and Rudolph and Ladybird. Oh, you're so right. That's true. That's a good point. But anyways, yeah, I love the idea. I think you should definitely write it. I love, uh, it's an awesome idea. And Thanks. I mean, One a little idea bit late, I, had, I guess, because Christmas just happened. Well, if I start now, I could probably, I you know, ideal scenario is we'd have it released for next next Christmas. Yeah. If I start now, which I'm going to. One interesting thing about the screenplay is that they don't say the reindeer, I thought of this, they don't say they live in the North Pole. They say they live in North Pole. <laughs> As if it's almost like North Dakota. Just a little twist on the name that I think would be good for a laugh. Yeah, that's very funny, actually. I love that. Thanks. Yeah. Well, that just about does it for episode 24, Transitions. We're going to transition on out of here, you might want to say. Yep. Lunchtime. Lunchtime. We're going to hit up Firehaw Coffee for a vegan eggplant focaccia mushroom sandwich. <laughs> Come on over, grab a coffee, medium roast, Americano, whatever you like. <laughs> We'll or be there. Probably those two would be best. Anyways, signing off. As always, keep uh, your dialogue snappy. Always keep writing.